Episode 162, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. That's right, bite sized chunk. Bite sized chunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm always thinking of Goonies every time I wear a chunk. <laughs> Do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> uh, 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 and then, uh, this is the worst. And I got this cup of fake vomit. I went to the movie theater, and I was hanging over the edge, and I went, and then I dumped the fake puke over people, and people, it was horrible, people were puking all around the aisles. <laughs> I mean, I like this kid. <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> I love that that scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so anyway, hi. Welcome to the show. Um, this is where Ed and I take our live radio show that can be heard on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. on Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, or TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just for Aquanet Radio and those apps. So we take our show, and we break it down in three bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. You know... And this, the first piece that you're going to eat today is Ed and I catching up on Jello's Weeks uh-huh. and the box office releases. And on a side note, we have a little bit of tactical difficulty because my my mic went out because apparently that port on the board is shot. Yeah. So you might hear me kind of talking really far away at some points and then really, really close at other points and then a lot of moving around like yeah. this. Because I was working with a, a mic and a real itty bitty stand, <laughs> and it wasn't a good mic, and so bear with it. I think it came over fine. Just kind of a <laughs> bit of a, a bit of a mess. Yeah, the first few first few minutes, you're gonna be like, "What? What's going on?" And, and, then, and then it huh? goes normal. Yeah, we we get it. We we pick up our pace. We kind of stumble at the starting block. Yeah, but then within like five minutes, we're we're going. We're chugging along. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it well. Doing it, do it. Sorry, hello, cool Jane stuck in my head. Um, so that's pretty much it, really. Um, sit back, relax, enjoy part one of the three part epic saga known as Geeksters, episode 170. Not even close, <laughs> 161, part one. I was talking about the future. Ah. <laughs> All right. So sit back, relax. We'll see you at the end. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean, trying to figure out what was wrong with my mic now. <laughs> oh, no. There we go. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Now we got to fix out your mic while we're... <laughs> All right. Just kind of shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. 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 Fiddle, fiddle. Ed, this, this is what happens when you come in last minute. <laughs> That's all right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, and... You're supposed to be figuring it out. All right. Well, well I'm trying to keep talking because, you know, it's done one at dead air <laughs> doing right, here this. here we go. I'll do the talking. Hey, everybody. It's Sean. Welcome to Geeksters. It's your pals. Wanting to know how everything was going this week. So, uh, 
I, uh, while Ed's shuffling around, I'm going to say, well, you know, my week was kind of exciting and uh, eventful and actually quite boring, to be quite honest. Um, Ed's still shuffling around. I get a feeling it's something stupid and something silly, like it always is. Uh, Here's a little hint. Maybe you should put the studio back the way you found it. Just say it. Um, all right. Well, uh, it, no, I can't hear you. <laughs> and how about now? Oh yeah, I can't hear you. Okay. All right. Oh wait. Uh, why don't you do the mic that's in front of me? Try that one. See if it works. Hello. Hello. Yeah. yeah okay. That one works. We'll try to figure it out when we're doing break. In the meantime, hi. Say hello, Ed. Hello, Ed. Oh, shuffle, 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 <laughs> shuffle, shuffle. Wow. Well, we're professionals here, aren't wow. we? Wow, we just professionalities. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, this is one of those the, the table stand mic. I got to see if I can get this up a little bit. <laughs> I don't think so. So, uh, Sorry for your problem there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so... Ed, why don't you fill us in on what you did this week? Um, well, we mean Thursday you came over. We watched uh, Pool Hall Junkies, and uh, we watched uh, the DC Special Three on the Robot Chicken, and uh, it was pretty funny. Yes, it was. Um, did, okay, well, let's go back to Pool Hall Junkies. Now, this is a movie yeah. I mentioned before, and he's never seen. I love this movie because I used to hang in a pool hall, been in a bar, a bar league pool team, that kind of thing. I and it's got this great speech. By Christopher Walken <laughs> at the end, it pays off. In the movie, it's 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 written directed by a guy who I've never. This guy's name is Mars uh, something, and uh, I should you know I should IMDb be it while you're yeah IMDb it. Oh oh wait a second, can you hear me? Yeah, I can no, hear you. It's probably the mic from this. Well, there's one way to find out. Ready? Yep. Hey Ed, how you doing? Nope. Well, yeah, <laughs> nope, it's, it's still this mic is dead. Yeah, we got deader than dead. Deader than dead. Anyway, so you were talking about Pool Hall Junkies? Yes. It's basically a story about a kid who could have, he, he was really good at pool, mm-hmm. and he could have gone to the circuit, but he was traveling with a guy named Joe, who's played by Chad Pamateri, who basically fucks him over because he'd rather have him make more money being a hustler for him than actually break, because he was afraid of he was going to break free. Yes. In the first 10 minutes of the movie, that's kind of resolved. He says, fuck you. He finds out that he got screwed over, says, fuck you, and, and tries to live a normal life by having real jobs and not trying to hustle for money. For mm. Doesn't really work out that well as mm. far as he can't seem to kind of settle in on anything. He's the the lead actor is, uh, what do you call it now? Well, why? While, while, you're, while you're looking that up, you know, uh, I, I, will, I will kind of paint the picture. See, the thing for me that the story was kind of like all over the place because... Yeah, you're right. That, that's how it began, and it was it was interesting. But then his girlfriend that he was living with was a um, she was a paralegal. A paralegal, yes. yes. And she's you know she's studying you know to get the bar, become a lawyer, that kind of thing. And so he was living you know and apparently her her parents who were you know had money, kind of you know was helping yeah, her yeah. out with this nice uh, nice beautiful apartment. I mean it was almost like a house in a way. Yeah, it's your standard. Um, he's a bad boy. She's a rich chick. They love each other. She wants him to get a real job. He has a hard time getting a real job. It's like one of those like, why can't you love me for me? <laughs> why can't 
you love me for who I am, stop trying to fucking change me kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, there's a point in the movie where she takes him to a um, kind of a dinner party. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be there because he's not the suit and tie kind of guy. And he's there and he's kind of mulling around. And all of a sudden, Christopher Walken walks up and makes a comment about their hair because they have the same kind of hairstyle, yeah. the receding hairline. He's, he's like, we must be related, you know? <laughs> and they kind of chuckle about it. And, and Christopher Walken's um, a rich guy. Yeah. And he's like, he's bored because he's retired and he doesn't want to be there. Be these stuffed shirts. Yeah. And he's also been getting his ass handed to him in pool. And the kid's like, what? Well, actually, what it was is the, 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 the kid points out the fact that he he had a crease in his pants. and he Right, goes, right. His name is Mars Callahan, too. He's the writer and part of the writer director. Yes. And, you know, and, and, that, <clears throat> and then he points out the fact that the reason why he has a crease in the pants is because he was a pool player and he had, like, some chocolate yeah, in his it pants. Was, it was some very um, Sherlock Holmes kind of shit. Like, the vertical, the horizontal... You know, crease crease in the front of your je- your short your pants mean that you were leaning up against a pool table. Yeah, and he's like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah, I've been playing upstairs." You know, <laughs> so the kid's like, "Whoa, really? Let's go upstairs." So he goes upstairs, and then the guy who's been you know beating the shit out of Christopher Walken is kind of like, "Oh, so you're back for some more?" And he's like, "Why don't we play some you know doubles?" and they proceed to wipe the place, you know, clean. Wait, out right. of them. And then there's a, a moment where to win the game, Walken makes his nearly impossible shot. Yeah. Nearly impossible. It's just a timing bank off the rail, you know? And the guy's like, that's impossible. You can never do that again. The kid's like, I, I can do it. Not only can I do it, but I can do it one handed. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, what do you bullshit? He's like, uh, well, I'll bet he, you know, basically make a bet where, the guy has to. He's like, "This is the bet. If you have a paralegal who base, who's really, really good, and all I'm asking for you is to give her one year, one year to prove herself. Yeah, you know, make her, you know, move her up, let her show what she can do." He's like, well, "What do you want to give me?" And Christopher one's like, "Well, my new bands that you like, I'll, you know, I'll throw that in." And of course, the kid makes it one handed. You yeah. know. and you're like, "Oh wow, like that's kind of cool." And they come both come downstairs. First, the kid comes down. He's his name is um, just to get Johnny. He comes down. Yeah. Hey, Johnny. He comes down, sees his girlfriend. He's like, "Oh my god, you'll never guess what I just did!" And she starts flipping out on him because she's like, "I was upstairs playing pool," and she's like, "God damn it, Johnny! Here you are taking money from people like I'm, these people I work with." Blah blah blah. Right. And Johnny's like, "But wait!" And and all of a sudden, Christopher Walker comes down, and he's like all excited. And he's like, "I can't believe we did that." And she's like, "What are you?" You're taking money from my uncle? You know, yeah. and she's like, what do you mean? He's like, that's my uncle. And he, uncle, uh, let's see, la, 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 la. Uncle Mike. He's like, well, you're Uncle Mike? Oh, my God, you're Johnny? And, and she gets super pissed off because it's like, you're a bastard because you're up there shooting pool. And never once, typical obnoxious bitch mentality, I'm going to say. It's yeah. the, you're not going to let me say what I have to say. <laughs> Because you're overly pissed at me, uh-huh. and when you find out, you're going to look like an asshole, right. but she never gives him the chance. She's like, fuck you, I'm done with you. And he's like, well, well, okay, and even Uncle Mike's like, well, what the hell just happened? Like, right. he, obviously, she doesn't, he, she doesn't know what you did, and she leaves, so he never got a chance to really tell her. Yeah. And even Uncle Mike couldn't jump in and go, whoa, 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 you're, you're, you don't know. Right. So it wasn't until like a little later on in the movie where like he's going to play golf with the guy, sees his niece, and he's like, 
I need to talk to the two of you. And and then she kind of realizes, oh my God, Johnny did that for me. I'm back, blah, blah, blah. But while all this is going on, Johnny's got a younger brother. Yeah, said, there's a lot of subplots a lot in of, this movie. There's a lot of story going on. It's basically, he's got a, a younger brother played by Michael Rosenbaum, you know, Lex Luthor from Smallville. And he's all like trying to be like his older brother. He's a hustler and he's got friends and they're like, it's kind of like a whack pack of friends that kind of, you know, hey, did you ever notice this? Or like, like oh, the average, one of the lines is the average vagina is... Eight inches, eight point nine eight, inches, eight point nine inches deep. But the average penis is six point five inches, seven point four. Yeah, that means there's seven point four miles. There's a one point, you know. Yeah. Da, da, da. And then if you calculate that with all the women, it's all this. If there's seven seven point five million mi- miles of unused virgin pussy and stupid shit like that. Yeah, and they're like, you know, again, it's uh, made in two thousand and one. I think it was. Yeah. So it was just like, what well, do you know? Everyone knows that. You know, it's like stupid, goofy shit. But yeah. what happens is that his brother winds up getting in trouble with Chaz Ramatari, who comes back in the play because he got, you know, basically beat up by a guy that they were trying to scam. Yeah. He comes back in, you know, with Rick Schroeder, little Ricky <laughs> Schroeder from Silver Spoons, which I knew he was in it, but Ed was like, oh my God, that's Ricky Schroeder. I was like, he prefers Rick now. <laughs> and I said, no, no, he's always Ricky Schroeder. It's it's one of those things like Marky Mark Wahlberg is always Marky Mark. I don't care how much pissed off he gets by you saying that to him. That, that that's the way he went down as and you know he's got to embrace his you know past. You know like you know it's like yeah it's it might have been good for you but you got your stardom that way. I, I, I think that a few months later he did come back as Ricky Schroeder. I think it was one of those like I want to be an actor. I'd be called Rick. Yeah. And then all the stuff were like hey you're Ricky Schroeder. He was like oh, fuck I'm I'm stuck with you. Like, yeah. Like, I guess I'll just be Ricky Schroeder again. Um, so I'm not going to give away a whole movie. So basically at the end, there's a big giant pool uh, pool match between Johnny and Rick Schroeder yeah. with Chaz Palmateri looking to get, you know, five large ones. Again, $5,000, which means they're, they're small time hustlers. Yeah. But then Christopher Walken comes in. He's the banker and, you know, with the girlfriend, you know, everything's all back to normal. And he's like, how much we betting? And... You know, it gets it's like it's back and forth bullshit, and finally Chaz Palmateri is like, "I had enough. Let's bet it all. Fuck you, Johnny." And Christopher Walken's like, "Well, how how much did you got?" Yeah, and he's like, "I you know this whole like there was like eighty, th- but at that point there was eighty thousand in the in the bet like pot right, right. now, you know." And he was like, "Okay, let's go." And then and, and, and then that's when Christopher Walken goes in. He goes, "How much money you got in your pocket?" Yeah, and he's like, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Well, you came in here with a certain amount of money." To to win or lose, you know, and da, 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 da. and he goes, let's be let's be guys here. I'm a fucking millionaire. Yeah, he's like, I'm a millionaire. Eighty thousand here. How much is that ring? How much is that ring? I paid I paid two hundred three grand here. Yeah, you know, it's like, and then Johnny at this point sneaks off to go to the bathroom because to try to like refresh his memory. And I'm going to see if I can grab the clip because I I played it on the show before, but I love this speech. It's it's my favorite speech, and it is. So Christopher Walken. Yeah. It's one of those speeches that it's like, yeah, you know, I don't I can't see anybody anybody else performing the speech. Yes. That that you just you, you know, it's just it's one of those great speeches that has to be by a certain actor see, to It's even it's even listed Pooh Hall Junkies Lion Speech. Right? So here it is. That's an added. Always right. always wait. Okay. <laughs> so like la 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 la. So I'm going to play this clip from this movie and in two, 
One, and go. Here you go. Christopher Walken. The Lion Speech. In Pooh Hall Junkies, 2002. You watch those nature documentaries on the cable? Yeah. You see the one about lions? Yeah. Look at this lion. He's the king of the jungle. Huge mane out there. He's laying down under a tree in the middle of Africa. He's so big. He's so hot. He doesn't want to move. Now, the little lion comes. They start messing with him. Biting his tail, biting his ears. He doesn't do anything. The lioness, she starts messing with him, coming over, making trouble. Still, nothing. Now, the other animals, they notice this. And they start to move in. The jackals. Hyenas. They're barking at him, laughing at him. They nip his toes and eat the food that's in his domain. They do this, and they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder, till one day, that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody, runs like the wind, eats everything in his path. Because every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals who he is. It's too late to be scared. It's time to kill. I'm going to the other room. You come out when you're ready. Don't beat him. Kick his ass. <laughs> I love that speech. Because every time I, every time I, I, even when we were watching it Thursday, I was like, let's go to a pool hall. Yeah, I mean, it made me itch to play again. I'm yeah. like, I, I used to play a lot, and it's like, oh, I feel like I want to go to a pool hall. Yeah, just well, to... you, the movie's shot so well that you kind of feel like you just want to go shoot pool after you go see this movie. Yeah. And then with that speech, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to play for some money. <laughs> and I'm going to look at my ass hands. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's a, we'll lose every penny we have. You it's know? like when I watch 300, I want to join a gym and get into a bar fight. <laughs> yeah, when I watch 300, it's like, yeah, abs and shirtless fighting. It's like, Rawr! And then I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so I I love that movie. Like it's very it's it's you know as much as I like the Hustler and the Color of Money's not bad. You know, and even though it's a sequel to the Hustler, like, yeah. I love pool hall movies mm. because there's it's very rarely do they ever get like focused on. So when I saw this one, I bought it and I watched, it and I was like, oh my god, I fell in love with it. This was your first time seeing it. Yeah. So how did you think overall? I enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, I, I, I just thought there was a lot of there was a lot of subplottings to follow. And it was just and it was like, like, did it really need like a lot of that? Because it was like, you know, like you said, there was there was four friends that the, the, the younger brother, three of the other friends and him that they were involved with. And the one was going to go away because he wanted to become a hustler. Right, he yeah, had he, like he took all his college money that his parents gave him, and basically was going to go out on the road and and, and like hustle, you know. Right. And then he, of course he comes back at the end of the movie, you know, yeah, to, to give the money out. to help out, you know. So it was like that kind of like it, it, it resolves everything right at the end of the movie, but you're kind of like 
wow, there's a lot of like you, you if you miss something, it would have been I think a little off. Like you really had to pay attention yeah, to the movie. Like, but it's not really hard to pay attention to this it, movie. Yeah, it's not I'm not gonna say it's heavy it's not heavy on dialogue, heavy on like little speech moments. You know, where you're kinda sitting there and you're like, Hey, what's up? you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. No. So that was our Thursday, and then uh, of course Friday, um, friends, f- a friend of my mo- my wife's uh, lives in St. Louis. Her husband's family's from there, and uh, she they moved out there, and so every once in a while she comes back. Cause her, her family's here, so this weekend she came in to visit her mother. So that the opportunity was to go visit her. So Friday night we had to go to a, co- a high school football game because the girl that came in, her sisters. Uh, kids are in this school. One's a, a football player. One's actually an assistant coach for the football team, right. and one's a cheerleader. So the three, wow. you know, so yeah, it was a so it's a big family event. Of course, <clears throat> it was senior event, so they like they had like a big production before the game. Like so, they got to walk them to the field with the family, you know, and and you know, and they were talking about like their futures, like you know, like like one kid was going to Harvard for pre med, some people going for business and accounting and. Blah blah blah. Like kids with bright futures, exactly. Who have no idea how the real world works. That, that's saying like, like, like I don't know any how people are familiar with this, but our there's this little section in in, in our area it's called Newtown, and this is I think where all the money is, <laughs> <laughs> because this stadium was um, amazing. Now of course this is Council Rock South. There's also a Council Rock North, which they've kind of combined schools. So they don't have a football field. They use the South football field for their team. Okay. Uh, LaSalle's football? No, no, Council Rock. Okay. But their Council Rock North has a uh, theater they built, which which houses 6,000 people seats to watch this. And apparently the equipment they use is state-of-the-art. You can almost have a Broadway show in this state in this, in this this uh, theater. That's how okay. great this is. So you kind of, kind of get the idea of money. But the thing was is that we're watching this game and all it was like all these students were packed. I mean, they had a nice section of the of the stadium. They was packed of kids. But every kid looked like a model. Both my wife and her guy I agree <laughs> on this type of thing. Kids with like great hair, you know, clear well, blemishes. Well, it's high school. No, I mean like when I was in high school I had zits, I had glasses. You know, like I had good hair, but you know, it was like, you know, it wasn't tan. They were all tan. I mean, their clothes, their their like one shirt was probably wor- worth more than what I was wearing. Complete. Hey, it's this rich white. You know, it's it's folk. Imp- right, and, uh, and and that was the thing, and it was just, and it was it was just like, and the 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 the, the players and the, the the cheerleaders, they had a pep band and a marching band. Ooh. So they got a lot of kids playing music, which was great. But the thing was is that they had like different uniforms because like they start out in their cheer like the cheerleaders had like their cheerleader uniforms right, right you know right, right and then it got colder so in the second half they had these sweats oh. but I mean it's matching sweats with the school with the school name well, on it yeah because that's how it was okay now I went to Northeast High um, we had the pom- the the pom pom girls yeah and the cheerleaders but they had like the sweatshirt and the sweater and I'm talking like a full tracksuit that like. You would see in a store for like two hundred bucks, you know, like kind of thing that they're wearing as a, you know, as a, as a, you know, a secondary costume. The band they have these nice uniforms, which I know usually the the high school right, provides, right? But they have these nice long jackets, these winter jackets <laughs> with the Count's Rock name, and even the parents <clears throat> the, of like team members, 
they had like their numbers on the back with, and it says like, you know, like council rock South parent, you know, and then, oh, you know, like, right. I mean, it was like everything. I mean, you know, like I said, the, the, even the guys were like Adonis's like Friday night lights. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was like these, like, it was like, watch, <laughs> it was like being a part of a movie, like a TV show. Was, you're being part of varsity blues. Exactly. I mean, I they, don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, that was that, but that was it. Like, it was, it was like, it was like, there was no kid with no blemish. I mean, like every kid, they because they were fidgety. I mean, those kids were going up and down, up and down. Why? Well, because you're on coke. They they had a Chick Fil A <laughs> stand. This is how this is how much uh. they have a Chick Fil A stands. You know, outside that you could you know get food that, that was like built for them. Wait, they what, had on their snack bar just for like regular candy bars and pretzels. Hold and, a sec. Yeah. What, what time was it? When was this game? Friday night. Oh, okay, never mind. I was like, <laughs> it was Saturday night. I'm going, whoa, aren't no, no, no. All high school is Friday nights. Okay. So that's uh, the phrase Friday Night Lights. Exactly. All right. Keep going. Um, but but I mean, like I said, the the everybody was beautiful. I mean, that was that was the sad part. Like, like, I the sad like, part. You who's, they're like, they're like, who's the ugly guy? Who's the, <laughs> the old ugly, ugly guy? Because as they flip their hair around, <laughs> did you feel like a little bit of a perv watching on? Oh, God, I hope she's 18. The girl. Yeah, I mean, that's the same. Like <laughs> some of these girls, some, oh, my God, like. But like, and after a while, like, because it was like after a while, like three, four blondes would come up with huge breasts. I mean, these are like high school students, right. and I'm like, it, now I'm thinking, are they real now? Are they like, <laughs> like they get, mom? I want a boob job for Christmas, you know? And they, uh, right. okay, honey, here you go, you know, go see Doctor So and So. No, it's called being an 18 year old girl. They're naturally <laughs> up and perky. That's the difference. <laughs> these were globes. <laughs> I, they were almost one was almost as big as your head. Well, I'm going to say it's it's Rico. When I, when we were in high school, it was different. I mean, the girls look like girls come different shapes and yeah. sizes. I blame when they started injecting cows with hormones yeah. to produce better milk. I think that had an effect on the women of that generation because it was like in the early 2000s, right? Where a lot of teenage girls were huge breasted because of the the hormone injections. I think conspiracy nut guy here yeah. thinks that the reason why you see larger breasted teenagers than we did when we were kids, it's because of that uh, of that hormone. I, I, I that's right then. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, there was there were some women that were average size, you know, well, breasts, sure. you know, kind of some, thing. But, they're, they're but I mean, they they're... were still gorgeous look looking oh, yeah. women, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, like there's just so much jail bait here, so it's unbelievable. Right. But then they said even the why guys, couldn't I be in high school? But I mean, even the guys. I mean, they were tan. Right. This hair, you know, like chiseled chest. They were Donnises, you know, like <laughs> walking up, and I'm like. Really? So, so basically, it sounds like you're uh, watching Hitler's football team. Exactly. Oh, blonde Fly, hair, blonde hair, blue. I mean, there was a bunch of redheads and 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 the normal kids. brunettes, but yeah, but I mean, like they, but they were still Adonises as well. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, these kids weren't even on the football team, and that's like they should be out in the field, like because that's how like in shape they were. Like they had a, <sighs> they could probably run the field all day long. Well, that's the vanity of youth. Like when we were kids, when we were in high school, I don't think obviously we weren't gym nuts because. Yeah. There was like, you know, we had, I mean, obviously we had the beautiful people, but our beautiful people were like hair bands and, you know, Cindy Lauper was considered sexy right. because, you know, we the MTV, we weren't, we didn't have the internet where it shoved down our throat. You need to look like this. We didn't live in a time of the Kardashians. Yeah. And I think that the Kardashians helped kind of the downward spiral of, of, of the youth by saying, this is what you need to look like. This is neat. Like. They basically have careers for doing literally nothing. So, and they look beautiful doing it. 
So everyone looks at him and goes, we have all these like reality shows where it's beautiful people, beautiful people, beautiful people. And everyone wants to look like them, but, but they're high school kids. You got to go. Hopefully by the time. Even their moms and their dads. Well, I mean, the same thing. It was like, I'm like, oh my, oh my God. Like I am so out of place in this whole stadium, you know? And all of a sudden everyone starts looking at me like, oh my God, it's Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> It's white Shrek. And it's getting food thrown at him. Boo! Get out of here. You're lowering the bell curve. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Ooh, whose computer was that? I don't know. All right, well. Anyway. Yes. So, you know, so that was my Friday night, <clears throat> you know. And then uh, uh, Saturday morning, I, I've been talking about the last couple of weeks. The fact is I had a, I was a sponsor for my, my nephew for uh, confirmation, which is the, you know, basically... As we described it, it was like kind of like being a man in the Catholic right. faith, and uh, <laughs> I have to say, like the the part of it is, you know, you go through a normal mass, and then there's a part with the homily with the with the priest or somebody speaks and you know gives their ideas of the readings or what's going on today in society, blah blah blah. The moral of the lesson, exactly. Right. But today, of course, being a you know the confirmation that this there was a bishop that came to anoint them. And he gives the speech, and usually he asks questions of the audience. Or the, well, the, <laughs> I the, really don't know what I'm doing. The so. candidates for, for, for confirmation. Anybody have any questions? Yeah, um, why are we here? No, no, he asks the questions, uh, they have to answer it. So he came out, and he's like, you know, look. He goes, I'm not going to ask questions. He goes, he goes I, I did this, I've been doing this for years. And he goes, I've, I've always asked questions. I finally asked one question, it was, how do you get to heaven? And practice, practice, <laughs> practice. And they were getting like, he was like, he was like, I wasn't getting the answer that that was required. You never get the answer that's required. So finally, one kid in the back raises his hands thinking he knows the answer. Finally, somebody's going to stand up and do it. And he goes, you have to die. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, he goes, I'm never asking questions. So the whole. I, I just want to think right now, you Catholics are morons. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying right in front of you, right in front of God and everybody. I stopped asking questions because none of you idiots. Have the answers, which is the reason why you need to be here. <laughs> so I need to tell you what you need to do right. to get to heaven. So, like, so it was a sigh of relief to the monks, the whole candidate Here's class. A, oh. <sighs> yeah, my nephew. We just shaved a half hour off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> my nephew goes, "I'm the most happiest I've ever." <laughs> <laughs> so now, now after that, of course, you have to go up, and my job is to put my right hand on his right shoulder and go. I present. And you give the confirmation name for confirmation. And his confirmation name is Sebastian. Now, he picks Sebastian because he's an athlete. And okay. St. Sebastian is the patron saint of athletes. Oh, I didn't I never knew that. Yes. And neither did I until I, you know, until he I, told me. I was like, was he a fan of the actor who played, you know, uh, we call it uh, Bucky the, from the only, Captain America? <laughs> the, only, the only Sebastian that I uh, that I remembered was Sebastian Bach? From, 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 no, from, <laughs> from Josie and the Pussycats, the little oh, kid, yeah. the cat's name, the, the little... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, so you know, I do that. You know, I, I, I present, present him, blah, 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 Sebastian. Here, you take him. <laughs> so right away, of course, the, the priests and all know the saints. So right away, right. he goes... Oh, the patriots. He knows them all. So he's like, St. Sebastian, the, the saint of athletes. He goes, are you an athlete? And he's like, mm -hmm. yeah. And he goes, what sport? And he goes, baseball. And he goes, are you a fan of the Mets? And he's like, no. 
<laughs> like you're in fucking Philadelphia. Well, he's from New York. Gotcha. So right, you know, and then, and then he goes, "Are you a Yankees fan?" And he goes, "No." And he goes, "Well, I'm going to anoint you now." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's exactly what we need, Padre. A priest with a sense of humor. I'd so, rather I'd rather have that than you diddling me. So, <laughs> so the the thing is, after after that, he he says a prayer. Now he sticks his thumb. In holy oil. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put it on their forehead. Now, now when I had it done, it was just a cross. They, he would just brush yeah, it head very the, lightly, yeah, you know, kind of thing. This, this bishop wanted to make sure it stuck. Because <laughs> heads were going back as, <laughs> as he was pressing the, the... And he wasn't doing the cross. He, he was just, like, rubbing it in. <laughs> like, I guess this is his revenge for kids. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, like I, didn't, I didn't get it. But every kid got the same treatment. I mean, he was, they, yeah. he was, he was just jamming it in there, right? And then the lights went fire. <laughs> the flaming dot. Ah! <laughs> so... So we go back, and you know, and now my nephew, now the oil's running down his face, you know, because right. there's so much he globbed it on there, right, right, right. And he goes, "Can I wipe this off?" And I'm like, "No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. It's, it's 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 bad luck, you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's against the origin." He goes, "Really?" I'm like, "He goes, it's going into my eyes," and I'm like, "Well, you can rub the stuff out of your eyes, just don't rub the forehead. Like, right, like the right, forehead's right. on off limits. That's the spot that's the important. Everything else is kind of yeah. yeah. You know, you can wipe and get rid of it. So I'm like, I'm like. I don't have a tissue. Do you have a tissue? And he goes, no, I got my sleeve. And, you know, cause they have these yeah, robes. Right. It's like, it's like a graduation room. So it's a big, you know, like yeah. open robe. And he's like wiping his eyes. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm embarrassed. I'm like, Oh boy. I'm like, all right, well, he's not rubbing the forehead. So we're good. So we get to the end. And of course the, the, the bishops now at the end, if you want a picture with the bishop, you can. So they're like, all right, we're going to go up. You and, and him are going to have a picture with the bishops. I'm like, all right. So right away, he rem- like, that's the thing. There was at least 40 kids. To, to do right. this, he remembered everybody. Did he remember their names or just remembered them? He just he remembered their he, he remembered him and he remembered Saint Sebastian and was his confirmation name. Okay, and you know and he and, and he, while we're sitting there standing or taking pictures, they're like it's like like that teeth like you're not moving your lips but you're talking. Okay, moment. I, I, I just want to say like as impressed as you were about that. Yeah, do you ever think maybe there's a little bit of movie magic behind that? He's got like a little earpiece or someone in the back writing down. Well, names. you know what? I thought about it after the fact. Right? There was a name tag on every kid. Oh, you, you know? idiot! So <laughs> you know, it didn't didn't dawn on me until afterwards. I'm like, well, oh, right, you know. Usually, can remember the name. You mean the name that's stenciled across <laughs> my chest here? Oh, never mind. So, so he's like, you know, he's like, are you any good? And I'm like, yes, he is. You know, because he is a he is a very good uh, baseball player. And uh, so it was. It, it was funny because they were having this conversation, and he goes, "Well, make, just make sure you check out the Mets." Or something. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget, go Mets. <laughs> gotcha. Wow. Yeah. yeah uh, anything else? That's that's the the most excitement. I I, I I was telling you after you know was was more of a visual visual thing that a bird was in our in our house or not in our house in front of our house. Hey, wait, you know what? Oh my god, I have a bird story too. You first. Okay. So we we come home and you know it's we're tired because like I said we were out late on Friday in an early morning because we had to get up at right. seven a.m. Football and church, church, man. right? Yeah. Are you sure you didn't like all of a sudden teleport to Texas because that's kind of what their thing is. <laughs> <laughs> so when we pull up, at first we thought it was a pile of leaves, and then we see it. No, it's a bird. And of course, my wife's not like afraid because she doesn't want this bird flying in her face, you right, know, right, like right. most women. So she, you go up, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I want the bird in my face, right. you know, like great. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to be stupid. I'm going to go up. And it doesn't move. 
doesn't move. Now, now I see blood. Okay, now hold on. I'm going to th- help fill the audience in. This wasn't like a little sparrow or like a little you know parakeet. This thing looked like the size of it was like a duck. Yeah. You know, and it was brown. It didn't. I knew it wasn't a duck because the bill was very long and pointy. Like, right. I thought it was a woodpecker based on the on that bill. It was like right. that's got to be some kind of woodpecker because I know there's woodpeckers in my neighborhood. I hear them like hitting the poles and the, the trees. You mean doing their job? Pecking, yeah, pecking okay. right. And uh, <clears throat> so it doesn't move. So I'm like, all right, it's dead. And I see a little bit of blood on on the door behind it. So I'm thinking maybe a cat got it or a squirrel or something like that. And that's where it let. La- that's where it landed. So we bring everything in because we we change before we we left so we can get comfortable and then you know I'm, I'm I'm ready to go out so I'm thinking well let me take pictures of this to show people what was in front of my house so I, I took pictures right. and I walk back in well I hear this noise and I look back now I'm looking out through the screen door and I see this feather like just floating right, just floating fly, away floating away and I'm like what the heck so I go out. There is no bird now. There's the blood stain and a shit pile. It probably got scared <laughs> shitless and just. Well, probably whatever it would ever caused it to bleed. Yeah. Probably also scared it so that it probably just froze there. It's just shitting itself until it faculty was like, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm afraid to move. I'm afraid to move. I got to shit. I was shitting. There's blood. Is that my blood? Oh my God. Oh my God. A human. What? what? Ah, flash. Flash. Ah. <laughs> and finally, when you went to the deck there, it was like, I'm gonna kill <laughs> so yeah, so that was the uh, pilot of my weekend. So. Um, mine, I had a dog sit. Yeah, um, I spent the weekend at my friend's house to watch their dogs. Mm-hmm. We had a bird incident as well. Okay, except was mine wasn't as, as grand scale. Actually, I think mine was a little more action packed. Okay, because I had dogs involved. All right, and an enclosed space. My friend has a like a back. You know, I would say like it's considered like a sunroom and mm-hmm. attached to their house. It was built, and instead of having a screen door, they have this like the screen mesh mm-hmm. that has like has magnets on the sides that kind of so you can kind of walk in and out. Yeah, it's got a roof, so it's it's always been like um, since I'm a smoker, it's kind of like the smoking room because you're technically you're kind of outside. Yeah. So you know, and you open it, and they have a big backyard. So mm-hmm. fenced in, so I open the door to let the dogs out, and I go out and have a smoke. You know, it's, it's and it's kind of quiet, very secluded. So I mean, I and the fence is kind of like a privacy fence. So if I wanted to, I probably could sit out there, like in my underwear, scratching my ass, having a cigarette out in the yard, going, "Hey, you damn dogs, get away from the cat!" You know, if I wanted to, but I didn't because they don't have a cat. <laughs> and, then, and, and then you know, the next day, like you get a call from you know the That's guy right. you're watching the house with. You know, the neighbors were complaining about you and your underwear. <laughs> ah, I was giving them a free show. <laughs> so that is not that private. <laughs> so I, I, I opened the door to let them, the dogs out. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this bird flies into that room. Not ah. into the house, but into the room. Hits itself, you know, obviously bangs into the side of the house. Right. And kind of like bounces on the floor. Right away, it's a pit bull and a basinji. Those are two dogs. Right now, the pit bull is like, pit bull's like Oh my God, this is awesome! And decides to, proceeds to try to hunt it down. Mm-hmm. Like, because apparently from when I was, later on when I was talking to, you know, like, oh, he kills birds all the time. So this was like, oh, this one's mine. Right. And then, It's a freebie. Yep. I got dibs. And the other one was like, oh my God, a bird, let's go get it. Like, they were like, let's gang up on this little bird. And it's bouncing from like the wall to try, like, it's, I'll never understand. Like, I know birds are somewhat smart. Yeah. Somewhat. I mean, right. I know 
But my first thing is, what possessed you to think that flying into an enclosed area, it's not a tunnel. Like, you live in this area, don't you? Have you already figured that out? Whatever. But I couldn't tell you how many times it missed the doorway. (laughs) It kept going towards the window with the obvious, you know, dark curtain in front of it. Not really a curtain, more like a, a screen. And yet, a foot away, to, just to the right, is the doorway. Right. Refuses to go through that. Yeah. I, at one point, actually kind of walked out, tried to hold it open, yeah. thinking maybe it'll just fly over my head. There was a couple times it was like, whoa, whoa, like flying over my head. I'm going, yeah. oh, this is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. And the dogs are like running around going, where is it? Where is it? There it is. At one point, it disappeared. And both... Me and the well, all three of us are looking around, going, "Is it gone?" <laughs> and I'm like looking at the dogs, and going, "Okay, well, the dogs have obviously a better sense of direction than I do because yeah. you know they've done this before. Yeah, they have like, a sense, they have a success yeah. that they know where things are. Yeah, you know, they're looking around, going, look, looking around, sniffing around the ground. I'm looking on the ground too because it's it's you know like a it's a finch, it's small, it's yeah. tiny, you know. And I'm like, okay, where is it? Where is it? I don't see it. I guess I guess you know already got out. I just kind of calm down, just as I start to relax. Underneath the um, the air conditioning grate, it f- zooms out at me. And I'm like, ah! I duck. It <laughs> flies out over me, hits the wall. And at this point, it starts the whole process over again. It was a good 10 minutes of this before the bird finally realized, there's the doorway. I was so close. And then zipped out as the dogs followed after it. And I'm just kind of standing there going, that's probably the dumbest bird I've ever seen. Because I'm like, I mean... It's a bird. That's the thing. I mean, like, you know, like, like everybody's like, oh, animals are smart. You know what? To a point, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I do. But, but a lot of, a lot of animals are, are based on instinct. It's just instinct automatically takes over because I can tell you the times my dog, when I had my dog, she was alive. She would, she wouldn't hear stuff, you know, and she wouldn't going to go outside. She would hear a squirrel. Like, you, know, you wouldn't see it, right. but you, you would open that door and she would fly out and she would chase that right. squirrel. And of course the, School was always faster and always could get sure, away, you know, or had a good enough distance that it could get away. Or just climb up a building. Right. You know. Or hop the fence and then over and, you know, it's right. no good. So, but there were times that this dog would just stare there for hours on end, <coughs> thinking that this thing's going to return. Yeah. Like, like uh, you come back, when you come back, you're mine. Yeah. No, you're still mine. Just waiting there. Hour goes by. Any minute, you mine. <laughs> Another hour. I can wait all day. <laughs> I know you're coming back. And then now the squirrel's like on the other side of the place with his buddy going, what the fuck is that dog doing? <laughs> it's like three houses away looking at it, up a tree, you know, looking at nuts going. Chewing on his nuts going, I ain't coming back. Go away. That's <laughs> not what I came for. <laughs> hey, Dale, take a look at this. <laughs> you know? And they're just kind of staring at this dog. Kind of, dog's just staring in the same spot the whole time. Like, yeah. And it's usually on the ground, looking down at this one spot on the ground. Oh, I know it's coming back. It's coming back right here. <laughs> yes. Just right here. It's going to stand right here. <laughs> and the squirrel flies up behind it. Like, What's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... <clears throat> I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. Boo. Ah. <laughs> what you waiting for? Yeah. A squirrel? Good oh. luck with that one. They're yeah, walking yeah. away. Like, you know. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, it was kind of like the height of my weekend. It was just dog sitting. All right. Um. We say we do the. I didn't. So I did not see a movie this weekend. You did not see a movie no, this weekend. But I heard it was a very bad, bad week for movies. Okay. Like as far as 
new release movies bombed horribly. Uh, you know what? Yes, you're right. And I'm 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 actually going to give you uh, two. I'm going to give you six. Not six number one movie. Oh. Six movies instead of five. Oh, because boy. number six is a new release. Paranormal Activity. The Ghost Dimension. That came in number six. It was a new release, and it came in number six this week. And, and Okay, now here, I want to stop right there. Uh-huh. It's October. Yes. It's a horror movie. movie. It's a paranormal activity movie. Which apparently people want. And it was in 3D. Yes. Nobody went to go see it. Exactly. I really have... Does it give you a budget? Does not give me a budget, but it only has an 8.2 million uh, 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 show at the movies this weekend. I think it costs double the amount. I think I don't know. Well, maybe next week we'll have a yeah. They'll a usually budget. usually catch up on next week's. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe they'll be done with paranormal activity. All right. Hey, what's next? The number five movie was number five last week. Hotel Transylvania two. It made nine million dollars. It's only beat out paranormal activity by eight hundred thousand dollars. <sighs> okay. And it's made a hundred and forty eight point two overall in the five weeks in release. So it's doing well. Uh, new release for number four, The Last Witch Hunter. It made $10.8 million over the weekend. And that's where wow. it's sitting. I don't have a budget for that one as well. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, Vin Diesel's new mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, Halloween, witches. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No one cared. <laughs> All right, what else? Number three was the number three movie last week, Bridge of Spies. It made $11.3 million over the weekend and 32.5 overall in the two weeks release. And that has a $40 million budget. So it's going to make its yeah, money. And then, money yeah. it's, still, it's still the number three movie. It's yep. doing pretty well. Right? All right, the number two movie was the number one movie last week was Goosebumps. <laughs> it made $15.5 million over the weekend and 43.7 overall in the two weeks release. And then has a $58 million budget, so it's got a little bit All more, right. but it's going to probably make right. out. And the number one movie? The number one movie was the number two movie last week, so they switched positions. Oh. The Martian was number one. Oh. It made $15.9 million over the weekend and 166.3 overall in the four weeks release. And it has a $108 million budget, so uh, it's made its money back. So uh, the Martian 2, coming to theaters in two years. <laughs> Damn it, I got chuck- trapped again. <laughs> it's Home Alone at this point. There was another movie that started this weekend. Yes. That is not on the top ten. Is it? It's a little movie uh, about a group of girls. Oh, Gem and the Holograms. You want to know where that fit, where that started? Yes, please. Number 15. Oh. 15, not even top ten. 15, you're right. That was a new release. It made 1.5. Three million over the weekend, oh. but only had a five million dollar budget. Uh, um, yeah, but you have to kind of figure five million budget, okay, which is really low. Yeah, you might as well make it an independent movie at this point. Yeah, um, it's supposed to have a huge teen following, but I guess after that trailer, the girls who were really into Gem and Hologram went, "That's not that's geek girls went fuck you, I'm not seeing that," and then girls of today. Went, fuck you, I'm not seeing that because that has no appeal. Well, you know what? I, I did see an article on Friday on Facebook. Oh, I yes. think it was Cinema Blend that, that posted the uh, the article. And basically, well, the one of the things that they were talking about, which people were really upset about, is the fact is, is that they didn't change. Like Gem and the Holograms in the, car- in the cartoon, they would they'd do a costume change. They would do the like, you know, right, change yeah. me synergy. Were, and then, it was it was and, called. They were almost like superheroes. It's Secret Identity and mm-hmm. then Gem and the Holograms. Right. So a lot of people were upset at the fact that that wasn't going to be part of the movie. They weren't faithful to the source. Right, because the, 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 the people that made the movie said that's going to be a lot of money. They, they, didn't, they couldn't 
get that kind of cash basically to, well, to, to make the you, movie. If you can't raise that money, then don't make that movie. I, I agree. I totally agree with like, that. You know what? There's plenty of move. There's plenty of, of other ways to raise the money. If you would have said, you know what, we're going to switch, we're going to we're going to do everything. It's going to be a live action version of the cartoon. Work for Transformers. Work for GI Joe. Why can't it work? Kind of work for He Man. Yeah. Back in the day, why can't it work for a show like Gem and the Holograms? You know what? We're kind of short on the money. We're going to need X amount of money. Kickstarter fund. Right. You know, like you know, that's if, like it's like buying. It's like giving you five million dollars to make a Star Trek movie. Oh. You know, and then like it's going to be like Scotty's. You know, he's old man Scotty. You're going to have, and he's going to tell his life story about like what happened on the Enterprise. But there's no special effects. There's no right. real storyline. It's just him at a table. Like right, it's, he might as well him. Re- I'm going to read my memoir. Exactly. It was Stardate seventeen twenty three. I was in Sector B. Yeah. There's not even a younger. You know, it's just him reading a book. To you. Yes. Which is fine if it was Captain Picard reading like you know Dickens or something, you know. <laughs> we don't have that kind of money. We don't got that. We don't. We don't got Picard money. <laughs> we got Scotty money, and he's dead. <laughs> we just get another old guy. They won't know the difference. Do a little Scottish accent. Yeah. He's in. You know, we'll get George the guy. He'll do it. You know? Yeah, he'll do it for almost nothing. Oh my, navigator's log. You know, <laughs> and it was a cold, dark day. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, getting like Michelle Nichols about communications <clears throat> on the yes. Enterprise. You're like, really? <laughs> really? I have, How exciting is that movie? I got $5 million in making a Star Trek movie. It is going to be the, it's going to be Spock, and he's going to be teaching a class on astrophysics. Of course, you know what? I, I, I should apologize to the Star Trek fans. Not because I'm, I'm bashing them. I don't really care. But the thing is, is that there is a lot of independent movies that's actually Star Trek cast members have made that have sure. been somewhat impressive i have to say I, I, I agree, but but the idea if those people get pissed off at that then they're morons yeah and that, right. the show. you're making a comparison of saying here's a big you know you can make a big you don't have the money to make a big budget picture so they tend to be kind of a little less you know like right. those people who do that they might pay you know like the big star a little something something mm-hmm. and the rest gets put into the special effects and props because it's kind of easy if you're going to make a 1960s version of Star Trek. Yeah. <coughs> you know, and most everybody else is there and do is because of the love of the project. Right. But here's a major motion studio going, here's $5 million, make Gem the Holograms. Uh, no. Right. We need at least three times that. Like, I mean, if they would have had like maybe like a $25 million budget. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think they could have done something pretty decent. Well, you know, but one thing, the one thing that I was thinking about was the fact <coughs> is, is that what they really needed to do was do a resurgence of Gentleman Holograms. I mean, it's they been... They needed to do a little bit something kind of going, is there even still a market out there? I say, it's 30 years, you know, it's like, put out some Gentleman Hologram toys, put another cartoon show out, well, rebroadcast the old show on a classic, you know, station well, I somewhere. Think, I, I think they were kind of hoping that maybe the movie would help relaunch all that, because that's merchandising. Yeah. It's kind of hard to have people sell, buy merch for something that most people don't know about. So it's like... Here's the movie. Oh, by the way, you like that movie? Here's a T-shirt. Now I heard mixed reviews. I was I went to their Facebook page. Yeah. Because they're all like, "Hey, take the family to go see it," and a lot of people are like, "No, I saw it. It sucked." And a lot of people are going, "No, I really liked it." But then those people are going, 
How much did you get paid to say that? Because yeah. this movie was really, 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 really bad. bad. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. I mean, like, <coughs> I mean, that's what they did in the '80s. He-Man, GI Joe, Transformers. They were all toys before they were yeah. all television shows or or yeah. uh, or movies. So it's like you know they like I remember the remember seeing an interview for the guy from Mattel who was creating the He-Man figures, <coughs> and they came to him and they go, "This is great that you're selling these toys. Let's make a show out of it." And they're like, really? Like, you want to make a show out of these toys? Like, you know, like, there's, right. we have no idea, you know, how this would go, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, no, we'll get your writer. We'll get you somebody to we'll you know, figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure it out. And of course, He Man, I think, is a beloved show with those hardcore fans, sure. you know, that are out there, you know, and I mean, like, it's I'm, spun off its own series, Shira. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it's spun off a lot of stuff. Um, well, I mean, to me, the biggest marketing, you know, scam of all was Willy Wonka. It was Quaker Brother, Quaker Quaker Oats, mm. put the money up for the the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, yeah, because they were starting. That's the ever living, everlasting gobstopper. Yeah, became a, an item after that movie. They were pushing that. They were they were getting. We're making a new candy. What can we do to promote this candy? Here's a movie. Let's make a movie. Bing bang boom. That's kind of how it got all spun. That's how it all kind of came together a little bit. Mm. Yeah. 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 There you, you go. go. You know something. Yeah, a little bit. I, what I don't know is I don't know how we can get these mics working. But uh, <laughs> what do you say? We take a break. Yeah. Try to figure that out. Yep. And in the meantime, you sit back and enjoy the musical interlude. All right. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, as you can still tell, some problems with the throat. Yeah. <sighs> actually, I was kind of nervous today because, or actually started last night. I would sit there and not say anything, and all of a sudden I'd be like, have to say something, but like, uh-huh. it's like, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> and, uh, and it was happening today, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun because I know you still have the problem because yeah. it goes on long for almost all season, and I'm gonna be the same way, but somehow yeah. it, it transformed, and I was like, all right, I'm more, I'm good. <laughs> not me. I was fine. I have good days and bad days. Yeah. Like today, I knew it was gonna be a bad day because of all the talking I do on the show. Mm-hmm. So I knew that when we got back to the studio, my voice was going to sound like this. It'd be, it's shot. Yeah. It's completely shot. Now what I'll do is I go home. On the way home, I'm going to stop by CVS, grab a little, you know, little bottle of chloroseptic, the CVS bottle. Yeah. You know, go home, drink some hot tea with lemon and honey, you know, and then hopefully tomorrow. Wrap your shawl around your soul yeah. as you're rocking back and, and forth, watch, playing your video games. Watching my programs. Watching <laughs> watch your bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, uh, Murder She Wrote. <laughs> You're going old school. I want to go old school? Quincy. <laughs> That's old school. <laughs> yeah, the modern one's like Jag. <laughs> uh-huh. Matt Houston. <laughs> I love that show. What's up, old timer? Uh huh. Remington Steel. <laughs> Don't laugh. I have that whole series on DVD. I'm still gonna laugh. <laughs> Those are my shoes. I mean, I you know I could have been cool on Six Million Dollar Man, but no, that's a kid. <laughs> you know, that's, that's I have I have the whole series of Six Million Dollar Man. All right. No, but no, no. Matlock. <laughs> Matt, Matt Houston. I love that. I love that show. Father Downing Mysteries. Never watched that one. <laughs> or what was the Dick Van Dyke one where he was a doctor? Diagnosis murder. Yes. <laughs> nope. Never watched any of those. God. Anyway, <laughs> these old folks people. 
So there you have it, folks. That was part one. Yes. Um, hope you enjoyed it. And like I mentioned before, if you want to catch the shenanigans live, you can on Sunday nights. It's from 6 to about 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio is ass. <laughs> or you'll get her in. You had like a little... I spaced out. I, 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 I do I, that from time to time. <laughs> I get bored. I'm like, what else is on? <laughs> so, um, but while you're at it, go to Facebook, type in the search bar, Geeksters Radio, you'll see our Facebook page pop up. Excuse me, give us a like. You can also follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you want to tell your friends where they got this podcast from, they can do it. Uh, you can tell them to go hit the about section. Or just tell them wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or if you're a Google user, you can also download your favorite podcast app or a podcast <laughs> app. I don't know why it's your favorite. but Or maybe they have a favorite one. Yeah, they could. But if not, if you don't have a favorite and you just want to randomly pick one, which, you know, <laughs> most people do, then you could do that and do a search for Geeksters and we'll be there for you. <clears throat> That's right. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or on our Facebook page or on our Twitter or on our Instagram, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's right. So tune in for part two where we bring you video games, Blu-ray DVDs, and Sean gets back into his rock and roll roots. <laughs> Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! 